A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we're talking about changing your life. I highly suggest you girls get your notebooks or journals out or even your phone or laptop to type on whatever your preference is of taking notes but I'm gonna give a bunch of prompts and whatnot to journal about in this episode so try to jot it down and if you can't jot it down now that's fine of course listen enjoy but make sure that you set a reminder for yourself to come back and listen again so you could take notes the second time around but guys, it's also my freaking birthday week. Oh my God, I'm turning 29 this week. This is my last year of my 20s. As you listen to this episode, I believe it will be February 5th is Monday. And my birthday is February 7th. <laughs> what is life? Some of you girls have actually been following me on social media since I'm 20 years old. I started doing my social media career hobby sort of thing in 2015 since I'm 20 freaking years old which is just so crazy 
a lot of you mostly have been around since I'm 22 or 23, like the 2017, 2018 era. And while that version of me seems like a lifetime ago, sometimes I feel like I'm still that girl and that life was just yesterday. So it's crazy how much time has passed and how time is flying. So like I said, February 7th, I'll be turning 29. And it was exactly this time last year, one week before turning 28, that I went on my first date with my boyfriend, February 1st, 2023. And to say an entire year has passed since we first met and started seeing each other is just absolutely crazy. I'm recording this right now on February 2nd. So last night we went out to celebrate on the 1st and I did get to relive our first date all over again. We went back to our first date spot. And I know some of you girls don't know this. Like if you're not following me on TikTok and Instagram, if you're not listening to me outside of the podcast, some of you probably will be shocked to hear that it's been a year because I didn't actually share that I had a boyfriend here on For the Girls until September. I saved it for my 100th episode to make a special announcement. But yeah, it was certainly not September. It was this time last year where my life began to just completely change. And that might sound dramatic, but it's the truth. And I completely manifested it. And now I don't want you girls to think of it as if like this episode is about him specifically it's not I want you to like read between the lines and understand that this is about manifesting specifically exactly what you want that's what this is about this episode is about changing your life no matter what that looks like think about it in whatever way suits you so now I'm just going to share my story if you haven't heard me talk about this yet I've mentioned it before so if you have heard me I don't want to be I don't want to reiterate I don't want to be too redundant and too repetitive but I'm going to share because I just think it's still very powerful if you have not listened to my episode yet either or some a, a while ago probably I don't know if it was 2023 maybe 2022 yeah it's definitely like well over a year ago I did an episode called the moment I knew I was a master manifester or the moment I realized I'm a master manifester. I don't know. If you look at my episodes, search master manifester and you will see. That's an episode that you absolutely need to listen to. I talk about dating in the past. I talk about apartments and just certain things that probably should not have worked out, but they did because I absolutely manifested them. And that's exactly this situation too. So this is practically going to be an extension of that one. So Anyway, going back to what I was saying with what I had mentioned before was about the phone background. This is what really like kicked off my 2023 year of changing my life and year of manifesting. So it was right after the new year, early January, and I made my phone background say, your entire life can change in a year. And I just made it on Canva I just made that my my work phone like lock screen whatever and I saw that every single day like I said right after the new year and then literally two weeks later it was January 17th I got a DM about getting set up and so we got set up mid-January and at that time obviously I didn't think about the phone background you know I was dating a lot I was meeting a lot of guys and Never was I like, oh yeah, this guy is going to be the one. It was always just like, another one bites the dust. So at that time, I wasn't like, oh my God, I made my phone background. Maybe this is my life changing. But definitely as time went on, and as we were continuing to see each other, and as it just felt so right and felt so like natural and like as if we were just like, this was just going to stick. I was like, 
oh my God, how funny. Like I made my phone background talking about my life changing in a year and it's already entirely different. Like it's already happening. My best friend Allie and I actually kept talking about it too because she was in a similar position where her and her boyfriend broke up for a few months. So, and it was during the time of like right before I had met my boyfriend. So we were in a similar position of, of both being single. So she started the, the, the year single with me after being in a relationship for years. So we were going out on the weekends. We were talking about all these plans. I feel like every girl that's ever been single at the same time as her best friend has done the same thing where like you make all these plans. Like, okay, we're going to go here on Fridays. We're going to go here on Saturdays. This is going to be our routine. We're going to do X, Y, Z. We got to go in the city more. Like we were really like ready to show out and show up like single girls crushing it in the city. We're going to go here. We're going to go there. And then basically at the same time, it was practically like overlapping timelines. My boyfriend and I became exclusive and her and her boyfriend got back together and got pregnant. If you don't know that whole story, I had Allie come on my podcast twice last year. First was when she was actually still single, when she was not with her man. And then the second time is when her and her man got back together and she was pregnant. She shares the whole story, so... You can listen to those episodes on the podcast as well. But my point is our lives changed so much. And we were talking about that and talking about the phone background and saying like, what did I do? What is this voodoo that I put in the phone background? Allie went from not even knowing if she wanted to have kids at all. And she went from being single and like swearing her and her ex were going to get back together to then... Get, not only getting back together, but having a baby right away when only a few months before that. She's like, I don't know. I don't think that having kids is for me. So again, her life changed me. Look at me. I went from being chronically single without fail year after year after year to completely falling in love and getting my dream relationship with my dream man. And I share this because if our lives change that quickly, so can yours. But we knew our lives were going to change. There was nothing more special about me or Allie. There's nothing more special about anyone that makes anyone more or less deserving of what they want. The difference is that, like I said, we knew. We believed it. Most people don't believe it. Most people don't think it's possible. Most people are not sitting around saying like, this is going to be my year where I'm going to get what I want and things are going to change. Like I said, it's just simply not possible to a lot of people. And that's why the lack of results is, is what's manifesting. You're manifesting exactly what you're thinking. Oh, it's not possible. Things don't work out for me. I don't know. I can't see it happening. I don't know if that's for me. Well, that's why it's not happening. Because you can't see it happening. Because you don't know if it's possible. You're not certain. You're not 100% sure. You're not 100% confident. So let's shift your mindset. Let's start raising those standards, not only for men and dating and people around you, but also the standards that you hold yourself to. And let's start manifesting the things that you actually want into your reality because you absolutely can do it. I don't think that people realize how powerful they are. So I want to really work on you girls getting comfortable and confident in your power, in knowing that you can manifest what you want and you can make what you want happen so let's get those journals out okay first of all so if you don't have one go get one go run around the house go find one 
There's actually two journals with prompts that do come to mind off the bat um, that I can definitely recommend. They, like they, they come with sections for you already like to fill out instead of just brain dumping. It's not just an empty journal. You know what I mean? So one is the Manifesting Goal Digger Planner. So that's by my girl Deandra, aka Manifest Daily. I've interviewed her twice on here. So you can always refer back to those episodes. The second one is where she talks about that planner so check that out it's really good and then the other one I could recommend is by the brand inside then out and they have actually a bunch of different journals so the manifesting gold digger planner is one but inside then out has all different options that you could check out and I also interviewed her so that's Naya Jones that's her name you can listen to that episode as well on here search I, I got an episode for everything you got a question I got an episode you want to know about a brand I got an episode with the owner okay I got I got these girls on here so you could go listen to that episode or like I said you could just get a, a plain journal that does the brain dumping just empty pages that's fine too because I'm going to give you some prompts to fill out and work on so you're all set anyway for starters, I actually really think that everyone should be using the affirmation that I mentioned, your entire life can change in a year. It's still the phone background on my work phone to this day. I would make it yours. I would get Canva or whatever, whatever apps that you use to make pictures. And I'd be journaling that and rewriting it over and over and over to reaffirm it daily, okay? Like if, if you are not already using that as a life affirmation, I really think that you should be because... I'm convinced that's why my life is constantly evolving, constantly changing because of the fact that I'm consistently reaffirming that to myself. But let's break that down to dig deeper, okay? Your entire life can change in a year, yes, but I want to peel back the layers on what it is that you actually want about your life to change. So we're going to get into the tangibles. So I want you to think about one to three areas of your life whatever area whatever category health wellness romance dating career finances fitness personal life family friendships social life hobbies whatever it might be there's a million different categories of life right so pick one pick two or pick three let's not like pick a bajillion I would say three is the absolute max of categories or areas of life that you really want to see changes in and I want you girls to think about what it means to be flourishing and thriving in these areas okay so I want you to really start thinking about what that actually means like when you say I want my fitness life to change or I want my social life to change how in what regard think about how you're lacking in them right now and then think about why you chose those areas to be the ones that you want to change so you're going to be writing all this down. So how are those areas lacking? How do you want them to change? Why did you choose these areas to change? And then, like I said, what it would look like and feel like to be completely fulfilled in those areas, to be completely thriving in those areas. So right now in your journals, that should look like the three categories, you know, you have them written down and then you're writing down why you chose those categories, why you chose those areas. So how you're lacking in those areas, why you feel like they're just, you know, unfulfilled, like they're just unsatisfactory, and then what it would actually mean for them to be thriving, how you imagine that it would look and feel to be completely flourishing in those areas. Now, I also want you from there to write down big and small goals within 
each of those areas. So what I want you to do is think about those areas like the main category and then your big and small goals as the subcategories. So it's like an umbrella topic and then the divisions within. So under each area, one, two, or three, whatever, write down at least one big and again, at least one small goal that you have for it. And then you're going to have another division under that like a subcategory to the subcategory of the main category. So under the goals, you're going to break down how you're going to raise your standards around these goals, how you're going to hold yourself accountable to get it, what you won't settle for, what action steps you're going to take. So you're going to be legit writing it all down like a game plan for yourself. The action steps are really important because guess what? No action is still an action. Not taking action is still an action because it's a choice. It's the choice. It's actively choosing to not do anything about your goal. So it's still an action. Everything you do is an action. So now I'm going to give you prompts because I'm going to like help you kind of direct writing these things out. You can just kind of brain dump. You can just kind of put it all out there. But I think giving you sentences to fill out will also help guide you and just make this a lot easier. So here's a sentence example. I can clearly see myself getting or doing or receiving or securing or having whichever word there matches for you. ABC, okay, fill in the blank. I can clearly see myself getting, doing, receiving, securing or having blank, okay? because I'm currently doing XYZ to get it. Okay, so imagine that's blank as well. You're gonna fill in that. I can clearly see myself getting blank because I am currently doing blank to get it. So that sentence is about the action steps. So that should make filling out that sentence even easier and clearer for you to understand that that sentence is all about what you're actually doing, the effort that you're actually making and taking to get what you want. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself, or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help H E L P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. 
Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Then next, I want to do a different type of sentence. We're going to shift into your own personal traits and qualities and worthiness of that same thing. So now you're going to fill out a sentence like this. I know I'm going to have ABC because I am XYZ. So again, those are blanks. I know I'm going to have blank because I am blank. And the I am is why. So the first one is really the how and the second one is the why. So these two prompts are literally saying how I will get it and why does it belong to me? Okay, the how and the why. You're answering two different questions by filling out these two sentences. And these two sentences, you want to pertain to those one, two, or three areas that you chose above. So you should be filling out these sentences for each goal. So if you only put one big goal, one big category, then you're going to do these two sentences once. But if you put three big goals that you want to work on, then you're going to like three big areas. I mean, three big areas that you want to change, then you're going to fill out these sentences three times. So to make this as visual for you as possible, if you have pen to paper right now, your journal should look like this. Area one, area two, area three. Those are written across the top. Then underneath, within each one, you're writing out and and brain dumping on why these areas, why you chose these areas to change and how they're lacking and what it would feel like and look like to be flourishing. Then under that, for each one, you're going to have at least one big goal and at least one small goal. So if you have your three areas across and you have your reasonings why, then you're going to have three big goals, three small goals, because you're going to have, you know, the both of those under each area. Then under the goals, you're going to have these two sentences, the how and the why. So it should be like columns that go all the way down. That's how, how each, you know, area should be filled out and journaled. And this is just a starter. You know, there's so many journal prompts. There's so many ways to manifest and write things out. And I just wanted to simplify like literally just the beginning and there's even a million different ways to begin this isn't even how you have to begin necessarily with journaling or manifesting but I think that this is a pretty simple way to do it this is like journaling for beginners and of course the girls who work with me I mean we break it down a million times more I am 
always sending tons of questions, tons of journal prompts, tons of things to fill out. Like the girls that are in the Confidence Club group chat, I think that that's their favorite thing. Like it, it just makes, you know, expressing yourself and understanding yourself that much easier. You know, I, we do a lot of self-discovery in the chat by filling out these sentences and, you know, answering these questions and whatnot. So now you're going to have to make many hard decisions to actually live these things out. You know, the how and the action steps and the goals and all the things. You're really going to have to raise your standards, hold yourself accountable not just talk the talk, you're gonna have to walk the walk. So let's use my own experience, how I mentioned in the beginning, you know, the boyfriend and whatnot, getting that dream relationship, having your dream man and your love life, you know, flourishing and all that. If that's one of your goals, say that one of your big areas up on top is about romance and relationships and dating. You have to raise your standards now and hold yourself to them. And like I said, it's going to require making hard decisions. It is not easy to have high standards. It's very easy to have low standards, but having low standards will not actually get you what you want. So now you have to stop settling for breadcrumbs. Now you have to actually hold yourself back from not getting ready for a date that you didn't hear from the guy on. If you don't have same day confirmation, do not be getting ready. I know I just had Alana on and we definitely have differing opinions on that. She's the type who's like, you could also follow up with him. You could also confirm the date with him. If that resonates with you, fine. But in my opinion, if a man asked you out, it is his responsibility to confirm the date the day of. I think that's like the absolute bare minimum to each their own. You could do whatever you want. But if you're going to be listening to me and you know, really, really, really raising your standards around relationships and you want that romantic man who pursues you, do not be getting ready if he did not confirm the date. Do not be following up if he did not confirm the date. To me, that is his job. On that same vibe, don't constantly be reaching out to the guy who isn't pursuing you. I'm not saying don't ever text first because I definitely will text first. I don't mind. I'm confident enough to do so. But be mindful of that. If you haven't heard from someone, there's a reason why, you know? If there's clearly a good energy there and the vibes are high and it's going back and forth and once in a while you text them first, it's definitely not the end of the world. But don't constantly be the one reaching out to that guy who is very clearly not putting his energy into you. Also, stop getting excited over everything. Stop getting excited just because a guy liked your photo on Instagram or sent you fire emojis to your stories, okay? Just all in all, we're raising our standards and holding ourselves to them. We are making our standards requirements, not preferences. Yes, there's a difference. So off the top of my head, if I were to just put together, you know, those prompts like I just gave you, the how and the why, just examples of filling them out, you could say something like, I can clearly see myself securing a healthy relationship, that's the first blank, because I am currently denying what isn't for me, working on my confidence, and communicating my needs and desires better. And that's that second blank. So, so I can clearly see myself, what? Securing a healthy relationship because I am doing what? I'm denying what's not for me. I'm working on my confidence and I'm getting better at communicating my needs and desires. That is how I know I'm going to secure my dream relationship, right? That's just an example. You could do whatever suits you, whatever fits for you. Or 
the other one, the the ones about the traits. That first one was about the action steps. This one is the why. So then it would be like, I know I'm going to have my dream partner. That was the first blank. Because I am the partner I want to receive. That's the second blank. So I know I'm going to have my dream partner. Because I am the partner I want to re- receive. I know I'm going to have my dream partner because I have so much love to give. And I'm staying patient for the one. Because I'm so embodied in my feminine energy. Because I'm so open to receiving love. I'm so welcoming when it comes to love. I'm so nurturing. Whatever it might be. Okay? So that's the one where you're putting the why. Why do I know I'm going to receive my dream partner? Because I am my dream partner. I have Everything I'm looking for, I can give. I want a lot because I give a lot. I want more because I want to give more. Whatever is resonating with you. I'm just talking you know, off the cuff here. I have had so many girls accept what is not love, accept a lack of romance, just for some attention, just for some Friday night hangout, last minute bars on the floor, bar is underground, bar is in hell type shit. So obviously that's what their reality looks like. Their reality around romance looks like a lack of it. A lack of love, a lack of romance, a lack of excitement, a lack of energy, just random texts here and there, last minute plans that were not thought out at all, definitely not even dinner, just hanging out at the house. So sometimes getting tangible and putting pen to paper is just the best way to really analyze your situation. It's the best way to really look at your reality from, you know, a black and white place just being able to put it all out there and see it right in front of you for what it is no bullshit no gray areas no uh but what about this and what about that not talking to your friends and running to the group chat which is basically like the blind leading the blind because all your friends are a little messed up too (laughs) okay no you're putting pen to paper and you're trusting in yourselves I want you girls to do this type of work, to fill out the journal prompts, to do the self-discovery because I want you girls to get to know yourselves better. I also want you girls to make lists, okay? If you have not made lists, please. And I don't just mean lists of your dream partner. I want you to make a list of all the qualities and traits that align with you and the goals that you have and those areas that you wanna work on. And I'm gonna super challenge you I challenge you to put at least 50 words on that list. Now, to reiterate, this list of 50 traits and qualities describe you, but they align with those areas. So you're going to have different lists for each area. So whether it be romance or health and wellness or career and finances, your goals and traits that align with those categories would look different because obviously romance and dating and health and wellness are two completely different things and obviously health and wellness and career and finances are two completely different things so why will you achieve those goals why will you excel in those areas why will you change your life in those areas based on your qualities and based on your traits so at least 50 words on each list for each area so you're adding that to your journals as well I know that might sound hard because when people describe themselves, they're so surface level. They're describing themselves like, I'm funny, I'm smart, I'm loyal, I'm honest. 
But I'm not talking about that shit. I'm not talking about simple surface level personality trait shit of just like how other people would describe you and say, oh yeah, she's really nice. She's really funny. Like that's not the type of qualities I'm talking about right now. So if your goal is, you know, having your dream partner and wanting your dream relationship, make your list of qualities based on that. The type of partner you want to be and the version of yourself that you want to be. Are you generous, patient, thoughtful? What about compassionate, empathetic, sensitive, nurturing, maternal, caring, domesticated, kind-hearted, The list can go on and on and on and on and on forever with whatever traits that you want to be as a person and as a partner. And obviously, like I said, that's different than, you know, health and wellness because your health and wellness goals, it won't matter if you're generous, if you're caring, empathetic, like that has nothing to do with that. If your goals are about, you know, having your dream body or just feeling your best, then obviously your traits need to be something like disciplined courageous, fearless, conscious. Again, the list goes on and on and on. So you're writing these traits down and then you're embodying those traits. You are becoming them. You're gonna step into them like an outfit and put it on, you're gonna wear it, you're gonna own it. So don't just talk about feminine energy as a whole, like, oh, I'm this and that because I have feminine energy. No, think about the traits within feminine energy. And then start channeling those, those traits that define what feminine energy even is in the first place. And we're not done yet because there's something else that I want you to journal too. After you have your list of 50 traits. So you guys have a lot of shit going on here, right? So now after you had the goals, the big goals, the small goals, after you had the sentences that you're filling out the prompts, after you have the list of 50 things in each area, I then want you to journal and envision even more, answering questions like, what do I want my life to look like in one year, three years, and five years? So those would be three separate questions technically. I mean, I guess whatever, you could answer it in one, but it's three separate answers because you should have different you know, goals and plans more short-term, like within this year, a little bit more long-term within the next few years, and then five years, which to me is like, you know, your big, 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 big goal. So you're answering three separate, you know, ways there. So you're going to be thinking short-term and long-term. And then we got even more for you. This is like your big grand finale homework, okay? So you got a few things that I want you to listen to and then answer questions when you do finish listening to those things. So first, I want you to listen to my episode, my podcast episode titled The Attitude of Gratitude. And after you finish listening to that episode, and if you listen to it already, listen to it again. After you finish listening for the first or second, third, fourth, fifth, however many, however many time, um, answer the question, how can I embody an attitude of gratitude to attract more abundance? So that's a whole other journal prompt that you're answering that question. I also want you girls to listen to my episode titled, Make Space to Attract Everything You Want. Again, I don't care if you listened to it before, listen to it again, let it be fresh in your mind. And after you listen to that one, make space to attract everything you want, answer this question. What can I do to create more space or how can I create more space for my life's deepest desires? And the last one, I would like you girls to also listen to my podcast episode titled, You Wouldn't Have Your Best Qualities Without Your Worst Experiences. 
And again, same disclaimer. You might have heard it once before. I don't care. Get it fresh in your mind. Listen again. And then you're going to answer this last question. How can I use my past failures or negative experiences as lessons to manifest my best self and deepest desires? Bam! Of course, I have so many episodes that you can listen to and reflect on and, you know, ask yourself questions after. But I think those three are huge for really getting deep in your journals and filling out some beginner prompts. And maybe from listening to them fresh, you might be able to come up with even more questions or journal prompts that you just want to, you know, kind of brain dump and put out there. But I think these three are perfect starters. So now that second half of your whole journaling thing was the list of 50 traits for each area that you had, you know, listed from the very first thing that you did. Then you're answering the questions, how do I want my life to look or what do I want my life to look like in one year, three years, and five years. And then you're listening to those three podcast episodes and answering those three reflection questions at the end of each. So I just gave you a lot of stuff to work on there, girls. You should all be absolutely set to kick off this amazing, amazing, abundant year. So now I'm going to let you girls off with a little bit more lightheartedness. I have a Dear Victoria submission, so let's get right into it. Hi, Victoria. I'm going to keep this short and sweet and as straightforward as possible. I've been in a relationship for nine months. My boyfriend is a great guy. He treats me the best I've ever been treated, respects me, and goes above and beyond. This year has taken a toll on the both of us, though, and has impacted us. The intimacy is not there. I'm not attracted to him. He's cute, but there are things that just give me the ick and make it hard for me to be intimate. Does this make me a bad person? Should I write it out because he does treat me good? Am I settling? Thank you so much for your time and consideration. For absolute starters, no. It does not make you a bad person. I think it's very common and very fair for people to be staying in relationships that they feel this way in because the person is just so deserving and they're so great and why would I give up such a good person just over this one little thing? But then it's like, well, why would you stay with someone over something so big? You know, you might think of it There's two completely different ways to think of it. You might see it as everything else is so much more important, which for the most part it is. But then you could also think of it as, then that's literally just a friendship because you could have a great, amazing friend in your life and not want to have sex with them, not want to be intimate with them. So quite frankly, it's actually a big difference because it's like the key thing that separates what makes a relationship romantic versus platonic. Secondly, yes, you are settling. You're settling because you're finding these excuses and justifications and reasons to be like, you know, let me just stick it out. Maybe I can't get everything I want. You know, if this guy is is great, then I'm just going to have to settle. I'm just going to have to suck it up and just deal with it because he's just such a good guy. Why? Why do you have to choose? Why do you have to only get one or the other? Why do you have to have somebody who's good to you but you can't have somebody who's good to you and attractive to you. Somebody that you want to be intimate with. Why do you not get to have both? Spoiler alert, you do. You can. You should have both. Going back to your question of does this make me a bad person, I actually think the complete opposite. I think this makes you a great person because it seems like you're doing this for them. It seems like you're doing it for him. You're staying in the relationship for him. Because I think if you were going to make the decision based on yourself and your own needs, 
you would be able to to see and say, I need more. So I got to get out of this relationship because this is not enough for me. I want to be with somebody who's so great and makes this effort and goes above and beyond and respects me that I also want to be intimate with. Because why do you deserve to be with somebody that gives you the ick, quite frankly? And I feel bad to even say that because it seems like he's a great guy. But why should you be with somebody who doesn't make you feel like sexy or make you or that you feel like they're sexy? Like why should you be with someone who gives you the ick? So I think it actually makes you a really good person because of the fact that you're sticking around with somebody that you even know really is not 100% what you want. But guess what? I am challenging you to make 2024 the year of selfishness, the year of putting yourself first, the year of making decisions based on your needs and your desires. Listen, if you have to ask this question at all, then you know the answer. If you have to ask, am I settling? Then you know that you are. If you have to ask, should I just ride it out? Then you know you're not happy. Writing it out to me is like there's a 10 episode season of a show and you're seven episodes through and they're so boring and they suck and you're like, but I'm just waiting for something to get good here. I'm waiting for something to happen. Should I just ride it out and finish the three episodes and just see? That to me is writing it out. It's like the, the trivial little shit just to like see if it gets better. That should not be how you deal with your life. That should not be the romantic relationship that you're in just riding it out because he's such a good person. Do you think that you're not going to be able to find another good person? Do you think you're not going to be able to find somebody else who can respect you? Guess what? Somebody who treats you good and respects you is still the bare minimum because that's like the baseline of how a partner should be. I know in your mind, you're like, he goes above and beyond, but guess what? That's what partners should do. Any husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend should go above and beyond for the other person. Anyone who's in a relationship should know my partner would bend over backwards and do anything for me. My partner would take the shirt off their back for me. Anybody should have the security in knowing that about their partner. So to me, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. That's not enough. That is baseline bare minimum of being in a relationship at all. Everyone should have the confidence that their partner would go above and beyond for them and respect them. So just because he's a good guy doesn't mean he's your guy. So for the sake that he's a good guy, you should treat him better by no longer wasting his time. You should give him the respect that he's given you. And that respect might have to look like breaking up with him because you love him enough and you respect him enough to say, I am not the woman for you. I am not your partner. You should have your dream woman who is obsessed with you and loves you and thinks that you're the sexiest person ever and wants to rip your clothes off and be intimate with you. Like You deserve the right person for you. And guess what, honey? You deserve the right person for you too. You're wasting your own time. You're taking yourself off the market for someone that you clearly don't even want to be with when there's clearly somebody that's better suited for you out there. So raise your standards, do the journal prompts, break up with your man, and change your life. And who cares if you got to stay single for a little bit longer? It's a lot better to stay single, get to know yourself better, invest in yourself, 
build your confidence up, build your self-esteem up, become so unapologetic in who you are, and then find the perfect person for you. Don't settle just for the sake of having a partner. And that is that on that. And now I have a favor to ask of you girls, for both my Spotify and Apple podcast listeners, for my Spotify girls, if you're listening there, when you finish this episode, the box comes up and asks, what did you think of this episode? Please, please, please put a review in there and let me know what you thought about this episode specifically, the journal prompts, how they helped you. Please give me some feedback there. And then for my Apple podcast listeners, it will let you write a review, not on the episode. It'll let you write a review just on For the Girls podcast altogether at the bottom of the For the Girls profile page. So please send a review there. It could be about this episode. It could be about the the show in general, but I do also want to hear what you think about the journal prompts. I hope that you girls really like that. So please send in those reviews ASAP. As soon as you finish listening to this episode, if anybody needs any advice or anything, you can email me a dear Victoria submission. The email is victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Please make the subject line say dear Victoria, and please make your submission as short, sweet, and straight to the point as possible, the same way this girl did today. I appreciate her so much for getting straight to the point. And that is all we have for today. So until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 